the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pro-America Report. This is Ryan Height. I'll be filling in today for Mr. Ed Martin. He's out on assignment, but uh, I am glad to be with you, glad that we are uh, here today and glad to be sharing a few things with you. We've got a couple of great guests lined up here at the Pro-America Report, but uh, before we go further, before we go further, let me remind you, go to ProAmericaReport.com, ProAmericaReport.com. There you will be able to find all of the standalones, all of the podcasts, past episodes, You can find all of the links and resources. You want to get to a book uh, from an author that we talked to. You want to get to an article that we talked about. You want to know about a video or a tweet, something that we referenced. If it was referenced, we put it in the show notes. So head over there, ProAmericaReport.com. You'll find all those resources. And by the way, while you're there, sign up for the email email list, and we promise uh, that will be something that you enjoy, but you won't get your email sold or traded or given away. Uh, We just keep it for ourselves, and we will make sure to send you timely information information like the wink every morning the what you need to know a very quick email a couple of links uh, a short thought uh, what you need to know for the day we'll keep it short and sweet and get you on your way but you need to be armed with the facts and the information of what's happening so uh, with that in mind we've got a great show today uh, actually a couple of interviews that i'm excited about we talked to john schlafly today about the weekly column we will hear from him uh, on their uh, column this week they talked about independence means staying out of foreign wars. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Ukraine and Independence Day with John Schlafly, as well as a little bonus talk about uh, the Supreme Court decisions. Uh, That's the plan. And then, of course, uh, we've got uh, a new uh, film coming out called The Sound of Freedom uh, about Operation Underground Railroad, Tim Ballard, some incredible things that have to do with human trafficking and children, uh, a story that I think uh, America needs to understand, and it is tied into something we talk about here on the Pro-America Report very often, uh, especially with Mr. Todd Benzman, our uh, resident uh, expert and guest who comes in to talk about all things immigration and the border. So you want to stick around for that as well. I'm going to bring on a colleague of ours here at the Phyllis Schlafly side of work. I know Ed talks about that, our day job working for the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles Organization. We're going to bring him on to talk a little bit about that, point you towards something. But uh, before we get to these great interviews, before John comes in and Mason comes in, and we're going to talk about some of this stuff, let, let me tell you what you need to know today. And it actually ties in a little bit to what we're going to talk about with John Schlafly here. In fact, I, I have a very strong feeling he's going to share this opinion and probably even say it himself. But let, let, me, um, let me be so bold as to make a claim, and we're going to echo something from Donald Trump here, which, of course, I, I know you would never think that we would do <laughs> on the Pro-America Report. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, we are big fans of the Trump administration, especially the four years of policy we got. But what you need to know is it's time for the United States to get out of NATO. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization 
has served its purpose. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, again, like I said, we're going to hear from John Schlafly in a little bit more details. But um, this is uh, this is not a uh, this is not a, a, a new call to action. Uh, this is something that uh, we've heard over and over again. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, uh, if you're not familiar, is essentially formed of uh, 31 member states, uh, 29 of them European and uh, two North American. This was established after World War II. It was organized uh, essentially to stand against the threat uh, posed by the Soviet Union during the period of the Cold War. And it served its purpose. There, There is no more Soviet Union any longer. Uh, now, I, I know we could go down the rabbit hole of Russia and Ukraine, but I, here, let's look at the reality of what's of what's being done. You know, Donald Trump talked about this frequently and uh, I think very correctly that NATO essentially, uh, much like the United Nations, is a money grab from the United States. Uh, this is a, a prime place for the globalists to come and dump our money into other nations, into nation building, into foreign wars, into the machine that feeds so many different industries, uh, the military industrial complex, the security state. Uh, this is just an incredible a scam, really, against America and a place for the globalists and our government to dump money down. It, it, it's really, it, it serves no effective purpose uh, for us, no great mission still yet to be accomplished. And I think it's a serious time that American leadership gives a very hard look at our involvement with NATO. I think it was what Trump said, it's time for NATO to pay their fair share, for other nations in NATO to pony up and uh, we were providing so much of their budget, it's time for them to pay in and, and be a part of this. Uh, but honestly, I think it's time to take that a step farther. And I really hope that we hear this. And, and this is out of the presidential field. There already seems to be a pretty big uh, lining up. But I'll, I'll save that conversation uh, for a little bit with John Schlafly. But it, it looks like we're already lining up pretty significantly. Presidential candidates on the Republican side and the Democrat side alike are going uh, to both sides of this when it comes to the war in Ukraine, to the Ukraine-Russia uh, conflict. And you're hearing very different opinions. I think it's time for everyone to say, wait a minute, let's stand up and ask here, what's in it for America? Why, why are we sending American money? Why are you asking us to send American uh, technology, even American boots on the ground? What, what in the world are we doing here? Um, I think it's a serious time to take a look at that. And I find uh, one uh, guiding inspiration for this that I think uh, all of us should remember. I know Phyllis Schlafly would remind us if she were here, and a lot of other historical figures would as well, from the 20th century conservative movement, that uh, in George Washington's 1796 farewell address, uh, I think we're going to find an incredible reminder from him that uh, you'll hear, of course, uh, it, it echoed throughout a lot of other things, to avoid foreign entanglements to uh, shed and um, make sure we're not entwining ourselves. Uh, I should say shed the connections and make sure we're not entwining ourselves with the uh, foreign interests that have nothing to do with America. I think this is high time to remember that Washingtonian principle and, uh, and to uh, go back to an era where we look at um, America first. Uh, this really is America first. And, and you know, there's a time to uh, think about the humanitarian side of things. There's times where this is the job of uh, 
people to take care of other people, of the church to take care of other people. But, um, man, to, uh, to get the government involved at a higher level is uh, this, this is we have gone down the path uh, so far of bringing in government, growing government, growing all of these different things, the Department of Defense, our intelligence agencies. It's just we are now in a mess, an entanglement where we are watching our money uh, uh, get shipped overseas, blank checks sent overseas. And when you keep diving into it even more, it just gets more disturbing all the time. So I think that it is time uh, for us to remember the Washington, uh, the Washington principle of avoiding foreign entanglements, to remember the limited government, the America first, the pro-America principle of being very wary of treaties, treaty organizations, and looking at it and seeing what, what is this? Are, are we being, is America being taken advantage of, taken for a ride to protect other people? Are big businesses and corporations and huge financial investment firms using this to enrich themselves, using the machine of war or the machine of global nation building uh, and and profiting off of American taxpayer dollars? Or is this something that legitimately has to do with American lives, American interest, American security? Uh, wh- what are we looking at here? It's time to get back to principles. I know we talked a lot about that uh, last week and then this week leading into our Independence Day holiday, getting back to principles. So as we look at this, I know that the Ukraine issue has divided a lot of people. There's a- an incredible amount of, of propaganda. And I use that just as a generic term. I don't mean that for or against uh, Ukraine and and Russia's uh, conflict one side or the other, but propaganda, trying to get someone, trying to get us as the public to agree and just run to and support one side over the other or be completely for or completely against someone, shutting that aside and looking at the principle. Uh, the values underneath this conflict. Now, hold on. Where are the American interests in this? What does it have to do with us? What does it benefit us? What does it harm us? What risks to America are there? Should we get involved? This is the conversation you will see around so many of our uh, earlier uh, conflicts, World War One, World War Two. Uh, this wasn't taken lightly to jump in and get everyone moving toward the direction of war. These conflicts were taken seriously. They were considered and only at um, the end of something, this is the, what the Zimmerman note, and we had a few other key things in World War I, um, the attack on Pearl Harbor in World War II, only at the very bitter end did America decide, okay, it is time. It's time to form alliances. It is time to jump into this and take action. It's time to put American lives at risk. Uh, these are very weighty, heavy Uh, very careful considerations that we need to make. So I think it's time for our leaders to take a hard look at NATO. I think it's time for all of us to start clamoring uh, toward our members of Congress that it's time for America to leave NATO in history where its purpose was to defeat the Soviet Union, which is gone. And I think it's time for us to get back to the principles first uh, and look at uh, Washington's warnings for us and a lot of leaders uh, since who have echoed those same things. So uh, that's what you need to know. It's time for America to get uh, out of NATO. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that with John Schlafly here in the next segment. Don't forget Come on back. Uh, This is the Pro-America Report. Go to ProAmericaReport.com. You'll find this segment and all the others, and we will talk to you on the other side of the break here in just a moment. We'll be back on the Pro-America Report. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Pro-America Report. This is Ryan Height filling in for Mr. Ed Martin, and uh, we've got a regular guest uh, today that I wanted to make sure we brought on, and also someone I know is a favorite of ours to hear from. Uh, a man of many talents, a man of many uh, 
different uh, things that he knows and subjects we can talk about. Uh, Mr. John Schlafly, I believe, what is it, Ed says, one half of the Phyllis Schlafly report. He and Andy Schlafly, uh, two of Phyllis Schlafly's sons, uh, sons, still write her weekly column um, in her name, the Phyllis Schlafly Report column that goes out at townhall.com and is also over at phyllisschlafly.com. You can find the archives of all of their work, all of Phyllis's work before them. And I tell you what, they hit every topic imaginable and uh, always have a very good perspective for us. So, John, uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, well, I'd love to dive into the column this Good week. to be with you, uh, Ryan, and yes, indeed, I embarrassed to say that it takes at least two of Phyllis's four boys to, you know, to turn out the same amount of volume of work that she did in her lifetime. So that's a little bit, I, I hate to admit that, but it's the truth. <laughs> well, she was, uh, and, and I mean, as someone, you know, Ed and I talk about it as, as someone, you know, we got, had the opportunity to work with her and around her. She really was incredible. The amount, especially just the amount of writing that she did. She uh, prolifically wrote on all kinds of things. So um, I'm, we are glad and grateful that you and Andy are continuing that legacy. Uh, but, but first, before we dive into this, the, the column this week, independence means staying out of foreign wars. I think we're going to get into Ukraine uh, and not just the money, but the, the actual warfare and globalist and NATO side of it. But uh, I realize we hadn't had you on the program since last week. There were some major Supreme Court decisions that came down the pike. Affirmative action, a huge religious liberty and freedom of speech case, uh, the uh, Supreme Court striking down uh, Biden's uh, supposed plan to get rid of uh, student loans. Uh, what what stood out to you from some of the big decisions last week? Was there anything you wanted to chime in on? Because I'd love to know your thoughts if something was very um, important or stuck out to you all since the column this week went a little bit of a different direction. What, what stood out to you from the decisions last week? You mentioned the three decisions that came out on the last day. And yes, all three of those, uh, you would say, went to the conservative side and uh, contrary to the Biden administration. Um, you know, the Supreme Court, of course, you know, tends to bunch up its decisions at the end of its term, at the end of June. And, uh, you know, they had probably 30 or 35 decisions in the month of June. And they didn't go all go in our direction. But those last three were very important. And each one of them is worth talking about. You know, they've, of course, the whole nation's been talking about them ever since they came out. But, uh, uh, they'll people will be delving into them, and uh, those who cheered the decisions will want to take them to the next step, and those who oppose them will try to find loopholes in order to get around them. That's that's always what happens with the Supreme Court. There's the legal system. There's always another avenue to go. Yeah, and but and what I'm curious about, I'm I'm wondering if you saw anything in the decisions or opinions or if you all have seen anything yet in some of the possibilities from this both the affirmative action case uh smacking down the policies at harvard and unc and also the uh religious liberty the free speech case from the creative the website designer in colorado um obviously the the affirmative action was a long time in coming this is something i think a lot of us had been uh, hoping and waiting for a more definitive um uh ruling against you know the, these kinds of policies of color choosing and racial preference but also i feel like colorado just really dislikes christians in business it seems from jack phillips the the uh, cake baker now the you know we had a, a case about a florist and now this website designer uh, looking at particularly those two but i'm really kind of curious the religious liberty do you see anything already uh that they left open in their opinion that that we're going to continue to have to deal with this over and over or do you feel like the opinions were written well enough to maybe put this to rest for at least a little while 
I'm kind well, of curious. Well, on the, the free speech and free exercise of religion case involving the website designer, and, and I shouldn't say religion because the Supreme Court was very careful to say they were only treating it as a speech matter, not mm-hmm. a religion matter. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, I do think it was uh, very forcefully, strongly written, and it should basically settle the cake baker and the photographer and the florist and all of those other types of cases that we've heard about for the last 10 years. And now that Anthony Kennedy is gone from the Supreme Court and replaced by Neil Gorsuch, uh, you know, I think the Supreme Court has set a new standard for how to deal with those issues. Because every one of those types of small business people is involved in the expression of their viewpoint. And the question is, when somebody knocks on their door and asks, you know, not just to buy a product that's sitting on the shelves in a store, but is asking the proprietor to exercise creativity to express a viewpoint. Well, you know, the expressive person has rights too. And like the website designer, they can say, no, I really, really don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have the right to say, no, I, I, I'm going to express my own viewpoint and I cannot be forced to express your viewpoint if it's directly opposed to my viewpoint. And that is at the core of the First Amendment. Uh, it's kind of like a case from 25 years ago, Ryan, maybe you don't remember, but um, there was a case involving the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and the question is whether the sponsor of the St. Patrick's Day Parade had to allow a float mm-hmm. that expressed a viewpoint was which was contrary to the viewpoint of the organizers of the parade. And the Supreme Court said no. They, the parade is the speaker. The parade sponsors are the speaker. And they have the right to control the message to be expressed by their parade. What is a parade but the expression of free speech? And how can you have the free speech to conduct a parade if you cannot regulate the people who are going to march in the parade under their own banner. The the people in a parade march under the banner of the sponsors of the parade. If you want to join that, fine. But if you want to uh, have an opposing view, you can, you know, organize your own parade. And that's what America is all about. Mm -hmm. And that is the same principle involved with the website designer that the Supreme Court just upheld. Very good. No, I, I thank you. That's that's great to get you know down to the the principles of what was there. And I, you, you're correct. They did keep it as a more of a speech uh, opinion. I, I consider it a religious liberty issue because of all the things that we've seen in you know years past. But that's that's absolutely good. Well, here I don't want to take away any further from the column. Let's let's dive into it. We we had a, a little bit of a you know coming to uh, coming to bear on, on opinions from those. I know Ed would have asked you last week if he were here and had gotten to it. But uh, so independence means staying out of foreign wars. Uh, we've got a lot to do with Ukraine, with money, with NATO, and then army recruiting here in America. What, uh, what, what are we saying this week in the column? What's, what's our well, gist? You know, t- Tuesday is our release date of the column. The Tuesday this year was Independence Day, July 4th. And uh, our theme for the column, really what set us off, Ryan, was the fact that the Wall Street Journal in its Independence Day edition ran an op-ed from, you know, Zelensky. And I thought that was inappropriate, and he was arrogantly trying to lecture Americans on what our independence was all about. And I didn't like that one bit, frankly. 
Uh, I don't think uh, Zelensky knows anything about uh, the American way of life, and I don't think he wrote the article anyway. It was, you know, with the $113 billion we've handed him, you know, he's got plenty of money to hire a PR firm to write, you know, uh, an op-eds. That's what PR people do. They write op-eds and get them published under your name in order with the goal of getting more money. And that's what this is all about. I took offense at that. And so, you know, I, I don't think, frankly, that uh, we ought to be intervening uh, on one side of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. I think the Americans have no stake in where the border is between Ukraine and Russia. And, I, you know, if, if that border is adjusted, I have no problem with that. And, uh, and we've spent an ungodly amount of money attempting to police that border, and we should immediately stop that. Mm-hmm. So, well, and, and one thing that you brought in, I know we've, you know there were a few things that were brought in, but one thing this this is definitely becoming a hot issue in the presidential race in as both we're parties, it up. both parties, because yeah. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is very much uh, has spoken out strongly against the military industrial complex, the deep state, the neocons, and all of those terms that we use, which are which have uh, backed up. Joe Biden to the hilt in this war against Russia. And, you know, it's, you know, it's a war to make NATO, in effect, the emperor of the world. And NATO is about to have its annual meeting in uh, just about, uh, I think it's next week or it's, I forget, it's about the third week in July. Um, and uh, Joe Biden is going to it. NATO is holding its meeting in Lithuania, which is just a few miles from the Russian border. And basically, they're intending to take a victory lap. And uh, uh, it's, it's uh, sending a message as if NATO is uh, winning the war against Russia. I don't, think, I don't think NATO is winning that war. But they're going to claim they are, and they're going to bring in what they want to bring a new member of NATO, namely Sweden. And uh, they don't yet have all the votes, uh, but, you know, and, and the head of NATO has just announced he's going to serve another term, more terms than any one in history. And so I really think that the United States ought to pull the plug on NATO. You know, Phyllis Schlafly, who started this column, said that after the Soviet Union was disbanded in 1991, we don't need NATO anymore. And uh, we don't need for NATO to find, you know, new ways to spend American money. And, you know, the purpose of NATO is has ended. And so they've been, and uh, and since then, of course, NATO has added about a dozen new members, and they're looking for new wars to fight. They should not be doing that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, what what uh, what uh, the plans behind the Ukraine war? And when you see the flags out on your neighbors' porches, maybe you should uh, take this uh, column over to them, ask them some questions, see if they know who's uh, who's behind it, who's pushing money where, and uh, what uh, what our sovereignty means to us. But um, we'll we'll end it there. We're coming up to a hard break, uh, but you should go and read the column. We'll post that uh, not only in the show notes, but we'll also put it up on social media. Uh, you'll find it there. Again, uh, independence means staying out of foreign wars. John and Andy Schlafly every week. The Phyllis Schlafly Report. 
Uh, thank you, John, for coming and giving us. I know we split our time a little bit here with some Supreme Court news, but thank you for coming on this week. Great and to be with you, Ryan, and uh, maybe Ed will be back next time. Well, yeah, well, we will hope so. This is his name. It's got his face on the artwork and everything. So we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Don't forget, go to ProAmericaReport.com. There you can find this stand, uh, standalone segment, all the podcasts and uh, all of the resources and the links, uh, everything that we talk about, you'll find right there. Sign up also for the emails and you'll get it right to your inbox. ProAmericaReport.com. We'll be right back after the break. Join us then. We'll talk to you in a moment. Welcome back to the Pro-America Report. This is Ryan Height filling in for Mr. Ed Martin today, and uh, I'm excited to bring to you a very interesting topic. It's actually pretty timely, something that's hit the theaters this week, so uh, I wanted to take a moment to uh, uh, pause and turn your attention toward that. Uh, we just had a great segment with John Schlafly talking about some of the Supreme Court things and uh, the war in Ukraine, but there is another uh, incredibly pressing issue that is tied in quite a bit to the uh, where Ed and I work for a day job. Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, uh, that goes to the immigration, the border. I know we hear from Todd Benzman regularly on the show, a friend of the show, and always he has just some of the most timely information and incredible um, details about what's happening at the southern border, the crisis there, and whose fault it is. Uh, you know, that this is by no accident. This is a, a purposeful uh, set of moves from the Biden administration, from the radical left. But this ties in, and I, I wanted to bring up a really uh, – human and kind of heartbreaking aspect of this. Um, I've asked uh, Mr. Mason Mohan to come on with me today. He is a staff here at uh, Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, just like me. And uh, he and I actually uh, co-host our uh, program that I know Ed has talked about and, and he's had me talk about before called Unauthorized Caucus. Every Thursday at noon, we sit down and do a live stream and kind of just what are conservatives talking about in, at the coffee, you know, or the, the coffee shop conversation or the water cooler conversation? What are we talking about here in the office? We've got our publications. Hopefully you're on the list. Go to ProAmericaReport.com. You can sign up for the email list. You'll see some of the what you need to know, things that we're talking about, that Ed is talking about. But um, going behind that and talking about some of the values behind all these issues and some of the less of the headlines, more of the reasons why, uh, we we do that. So Mason does that with uh, me every Thursday. And today, uh, we actually had a pretty good conversation about a new film that was released, The Sound of Freedom. So I wanted to kind of bring that conversation here and introduce the concept to you all if you're not familiar with it. If you are, encourage you to maybe go and check it out and take a look. So, uh, Mason, you want to kind of let everyone know what the, the film is and the, the figure it's about and what we just a little bit of what we talked about today, and then we'll have a little bit of the same conversation, how that ties into what we do here at the Schlafly offices. Um, if you want to let everyone know what we talked about a little bit. Well, the uh, the film is about Tim Ballard, who is a former DS, DHS agent who would work uh, dealing with child trafficking rings. He would take down the kingpins um, working for the U.S. federal government, but eventually he realized that he wasn't really doing as much for the kids as he would like to do and he uh the movie is a true story about him uh, in which he saves a young colombian boy and the little boy asks can you save my sister and so he drops everything quits his job for the government which was going to be very cushy making him millions of dollars in pension you know gonna be set for life and he puts that all aside him and his wife decide I, sh- I need to save these kids. Like, that's way more important than any comfort for myself. Um, neither of us have seen the movie yet, uh, but hopefully we'll be seeing it this weekend. And it came out on July 4th. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been a few years in the making. They've been yeah. trying to push it out for a while, about four years now, if I yeah. understand correctly. 
And this is they're distributing it through Angel Studios, which I'm sure many of you that the the the, uh, the chosen the uh, story around you know the the life of Christ or rather not the life of Jesus Christ but the disciples around him and uh, several other things, lots of kids programming. This this is a studio uh, out west here that has been putting forward a lot of values driven, principle driven content. Um, and I know that they this is a project they've been working on a long time. They have a documentary. Didn't did I hear that right? They have a documentary coming that goes beyond the story that was just dramatically represented in the movie, right? Right, because the uh, the movie goes over the, the first mission, I believe, but mm-hmm. there were about three missions around the same time in which uh, he saves I, over 100 kids or something yeah. like that, or kids and young women. Uh, and the, uh, the, the documentary is going to be called Triple Take, and yeah. it's going to go over all three missions. That's right. And it really is, I mean, it's really incredible to look at and realize... Um, the story, you know, this guy who was shackled by being the federal government. I, you know, everyone we always think of, you know, oh, the, the government will take care of that. The government will fix this. I mean, it's something we as conservatives preach against a lot. But here, this guy had to shed his shackles of being a federal agent in order to go and actually save people and, and do the right thing. And, and I mean, you're right. They they run missions all over the world. They've rescued just almost countless kids. I don't know. Do they have? Do they have a number that? Uh, they put forward that they've actually been able to take out of uh, human trafficking? On their website, they have numbers for numbers of okay. arrests, numbers of children saved, numbers of people saved. Yeah, uh, I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but it's a significant number. And since he went on his own, his organization, OUR, uh, has been, Operation Underground Railroad, has mm-hmm. been absolutely successful in continuing this, these missions, has a team, uh, and continuously meets with local law enforcement in these different countries that have a lot of child trafficking and works with them to liberate these kids and make yeah. arrests. And there I see here, I was just looking at and, and Mason, you just said it where, you know, we didn't, I didn't guess we didn't quite bury the lead, but you know, as we're working our way through this film, the sound of freedom, this is about Tim Ballard um, who runs uh, operation underground railroad, our rescue.org. O U R rescue.org. And if I go, I'm looking here at their website, which we'll put these in the show notes. We'll make sure we um, send them out on social media as well. Uh, they claim over 4,000 plus, uh, well, over 4,000 plus, 4,000 plus uh, predators arrested, 6,000 plus survivors recovered, and they've run over 1,000 operations. Um, they're out there, boots on the ground, uh, saving people, saving kids. And, you know, what we were talking about um, on the on the program today on our unauthorized caucus is this really kind of weaves in we you know we have Todd Benzman on we talk about the border talking about the issues down there yes it is a matter of American sovereignty uh, the you know nation states must have a border uh, that's part of being a nation state without one you don't have a nation um, and and it's important because the rule of law and all these different things but one, one of these is it's an, an incredible humanitarian need because as we've pulled back um, order from the border was we haven't secured uh, and put it to certain ports of entry and then we have good vetting process cartels and illegal uh, traffickers of drugs guns people are just running free they, they control this whole southern you know section of of the united states essentially over the border and as a result uh things like this happen and, and this is just you know we talk about you know the drug um fentanyl crisis in america a lot of that is coming through the southern border but here uh the, and tim ballard and and the new film they you know talk about it the best it's this is the number one uh the number what did he say the u.s is the number one demand of uh, child pornography and sex slavery in in the world and is sometimes the number one producer of such things it's just 
it's unconscionable to see, but it's mm-hmm. real. Uh, there's no conspiracy about it, and, and these guys do an incredible job talking about that, bringing it up. Mm-hmm. I read that it was a $150 billion per year industry, mm-hmm. something crazy like that. Uh, these, it's absolutely insane and unconscionable and definitely needs to be dealt with. And it's, it's only going to get worse because the Biden administration is lifting the DNA testing for mm-hmm. people coming across the border to see if they're actually family members because the, the cartels will bind up uh, these kids with adults and send them over and pretend they're a family. Uh, and the Trump administration put these checks in place to make sure, oh, are you actually a family? We're going to test you. We're going to interview you. Now they're trying to roll that back, which is only going to make it worse. Uh, And statistics from last year in June, it was unbelievable. But something like they're seeing 750 children at the border a day. Mm -hmm. uh, And estimates were 60 percent of them were involved in some sort of migrant like sex trafficking deal. And that's absolutely horrible. That's a crazy number. You know, we think that this is a small issue and far away. But, no, these people are coming to the U.S. and they're bringing these children and they're abusing them. And right in our towns, right in our cities. Yeah. And it's not even just that. I mean, you know, we talk about it. I know that um, Todd Benzman, with his reporting especially, has been down on the ground. It's not even just um, kids that are being used. I mean, kids are kids are used and abused and, and families and young women and, and even men, too. And there's it, it is an incredible uh, danger to people that we just have the border wide open, that we have these policies that allow them in once they've crossed. Uh, because whether it's an actual family coming to seek refuge that are abused on the way by the smugglers that bring them here, whether it's a child that's being smuggled in uh, for the purpose of sexual slavery, or it's uh, a child that's being used over and over again just to get uh, people, to get you know men and women across the border who are uh, have terrorist ties or have you know, all these things are are you know. Uh, possibilities that keep being proven uh, time and again and this goes on and we realize that the actual human impact of this is just it's devastating it's disturbing and that's why uh, people like tim ballard are doing what they're doing that's why they've produced this film uh like mason said we're you know hoping to see it this weekend as well but i'll I'll just i'll wrap up with this here as we come to the end of the segment go to uh angel.com slash war room there you can find out where they're playing near you they've got a, a milestone they're trying to get two million tickets sold two million people in the theater to represent the two million in child uh sex slavery and child sex trafficking today so uh go and find there buy your tickets if you can't make it uh buy tickets for someone else if you can't afford to go you can sign up to get free tickets that someone else has paid for paid it forward uh go look i think this is an incredibly important thing it ties into the border that we talk so much about but this just kind of goes deep into one of the real human aspects. And, and we wanted to bring it to your attention, wanted to use a segment to make sure you knew about it. So uh, go check it out. The Sound of Freedom. Uh, there's a lot of good uh, things. We might throw in a couple of other uh, uh, good links here. Go to ourrescue.org. And then also there's a couple of good interviews that are floating around as everyone's talking to Jim Caviezel. He's the primary actor and a driving force behind this film. Uh, and then, of course, Tim Ballard, the man himself, uh, who, whose uh, story this is. Uh, we'll post some because there's just an, they have an incredible story. They're doing incredible work and it is um it is it is oppressive and dirty and evil and hard to work through but it's something that we need to understand is happening and need to know what we can do about it here in america to stop uh, our southern border from being used in this trade so go check it out uh go to proamericareport.com as well you can uh, find this segment share it you can also find all the others in the podcasts and we'll be right back we'll wrap up the show here in just a minute uh thank you mason for joining me and talking about this and uh, we'll come back in just a minute here we'll talk to you then
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Pro-America Report. We're going to wrap things up here at the end of the show. And uh, we've had a good one. Man, we've had a good one. There's some good, uh, good interviews in there. Uh, big thank you to John Schlafly for joining us for the weekly Schlafly Report, getting to hear a little bit about um, their uh, history and perspective, not only on uh, you know thoughts in the globalism and ties and NATO and Ukraine, uh, but also to give us a little bit of a recap. Uh, I always love the history lessons that we get with John, talking about uh, the Supreme Court decisions last week, diving in uh, to free speech and to uh, what this means and the some of the cases. It's just great. I always appreciate having John on the show, listening to him, getting an interview with him is great. And um, of course, also thank you to May for joining us as well. That was a good interview. This, let me remind you, um, that whole issue is just uh, an incredible story. It's it's really deeply disturbing on one level, but there's also an incredible amount of uh, hope that is offered by the folks of what we can do to address and fix this. So don't forget, go over and check out the movie Sound of Freedom. It's actually just blown through box office uh, standards. I think it even beat out the new Indiana Jones movie that was due out uh, last week. It came out July 4, Sound of Freedom did, and, and uh, toppled uh, what should have been a huge franchise uh, uh, victory at the box office. Uh, so it's doing very well. You should go and look at it. But um, let me see here. One thing we didn't talk about today, one thing I wanted to bring briefly in this wrap-up. Man, there has been a lot of uh, kerfuffle, one of my favorite words. I actually got a chuckle today. Someone heard that. Kerfuffle. Uh, There has been a big kerfuffle over the White House uh, this week. Oh, my goodness. We've been talking about uh, cocaine in the White House and um, all kinds of uh, ludicrous things happening, especially surrounding uh, Hunter Biden and the uh, supposed... uh, um, case uh, that's being mounted against him and and how he's gotten off of these federal just absolutely ludicrous things have been happening but i tell you what uh here's what i think we need to take away from this here's what i want you to take away and help me uh in convincing your friends and family and talking about these things we are what over almost 900 days in to the biden administration and they have the lower approval uh an approval rating lower than any other president since uh jimmy carter we are really at historic and epic lows. And yet the media machine, the narrative machine, big media, big tech, uh, particularly keep telling us over and over and over again, uh, what's going right and how all of these, it's just, it's, it's, it is beyond the pale to listen to them cover up and ignore things that are happening and also uh, just go forward and preach their own version, their own agenda. It's mind boggling. And it is our clarion call to unplug from the machine. So I think that, you know, can we maybe, here's, here's the, what you need to do. Can you help us <laughs> this week? Let's declare independence from this mainstream media machine, from big media, from big tech, from these places that silence and censor and push forward an agenda and stop the discussion, the free and open discussion of sharing of facts and information. Help us uh, unplug people from this because it truly is incredible. When you talk to someone who doesn't watch anything but CNN or even Fox News or some of the others, um, they have no idea some of the things that are going on. No idea what some of the uh, accusations are being hurled at the first family, at the Biden administration, what's happening at the border. We talked about that. Uh, What's happening with these Supreme Court decisions, the truth and the reality behind them. We talked about that with John Schlafly. What's happening with the war in Ukraine, the money that the U.S. is being um, just absolutely um, taken for a ride. Uh, with our billions and billions of dollars of taxpayer money. These things don't get talked about. And online, when you try to hop on to the mainstream networks like Facebook and others, a lot of this gets uh, pushed to the side. Uh, it, gets, uh, it gets downgraded. It gets pure, uh, purely censored. 
These are things that you and I have to work incredibly hard and overtime um, work to make sure that it gets in front of people, that they understand what's going on, and that they see truly what is happening. We need to, in a brand new way, pull back the veil on corruption in politics. I think that everyone believes uh, that all of the politicians are dirty and corrupt and they all have their dirty secrets, and yet these folks get back into office over and over again. It's up to you and I to convince our friends, our family, our coworkers, anyone inside our sphere of influence, that it is truly time to take the scales off of our eyes, stop paying attention to the mainstream media uh, shills that come out and make sure they you know, preach the agenda line for these folks. Look at what's really happening, share and talk about what's really happening, and then jam forward the truth and advance the truth and go and do something about it. Do something about it at the ballot box. Do something about it at our local meetings. Start showing up at our local party meetings and let's change the political parties from the ground up. Start voting in your local elections and your federal elections and make a difference and get more than what, 30, 40, maybe even 50% of the voter rolls to show up at an election. If all of us share our voice, there can actually be some change made. But until most of us get out there and do something, these people that all of us just think are, oh, they're so corrupt. Oh, we know they're all bad. You can't trust a politician. Then why do we let them keep getting back into office? It is high time that we got people unplugged from the machine, plugged into the truth and the understanding of what's going on, and we clean house. Because the corruption, the uh, uh, one hand feeding another, the families that will sell and peddle influence uh, to those in office, people who enrich themselves off of their insider knowledge. This is never going to stop. In fact, it's going to get more and more bold and brazen. They will continue to flaunt it until we get people to unplug from the distractions of this great and prosperous and free country that we live in and get plugged back into what's happening and get plugged back into what's going on. You have to help us do that. So, if you're listening to this program, you are thinking for yourself, you're hearing for the truth and looking at the news this week from cocaine in the White House to approval ratings to um, all of the absolutely ridiculous stuff that is going on from big tech, from big media, from big government. You and I have to wake other people up. So would you join me? Would you do that? Would you help Ed? And we would appreciate it so very much. Our nation will appreciate it because that's the only way we're going to survive. It is incredibly important. So uh, that, there's, there's my putting a pin on it for today. Uh, we will look forward to talking to you tomorrow here on the Pro-America Report. Thank you for letting me uh, co-host, uh, guest host in Ed's absence as he's out on assignment. Uh, thank you to Ed for being the regular host. Thank you to Noah Dingley, our fearless technical director, for keeping all the trains going, putting up with our shenanigans, especially timing and getting all these things right. And thank you to you for listening and being here, being plugged into the truth and thinking for yourself, finding out the facts for yourself. We will look forward to being back here tomorrow on the Pro-America Report. Go to ProAmericaReport.com. You can find this uh, segment and all the podcasts in the past episodes. Share them with a friend. And we will see you back here tomorrow on the Pro-America Report. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.